Welcome to the PopGo Project Podcast, a platform for the discussion and discovery of arts and entertainment. We focus on highlighting people and events that add value to the world around us. Visit us on all social media platforms by searching The PopGo Project or visit our website at thepopgoproject.com. Welcome to the show and thank you so much for listening. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Keller's Garden Center and Landscaping Services. Are you still cutting your own grass? Are you still trying to get your landscaping to look perfect on your own? That sounds sweaty. That sounds like a lot of work. That sounds like a job for Keller's Garden Center and Landscaping Services. Family-owned and operated Keller's Garden Center and Landscaping Services, located on Kern Street in Exeter near Blue Ribbon Dairy, has the quality and experience to get your yard looking its best. The Garden Center offers plants, trees, sod, mulch, rocks, flowers, topsoil, grass seed, straw bales, and much more while the Lawn and Landscaping Services offers mowing, trimming, planting, and full landscaping. And also new at Keller's Garden Center is the Zen Chaser Bonsai Studio, offering bonsai trees, supplies, and classes. Visit them on their social media page for more info. Keller's Garden Center and Landscaping Services. Get your free estimate today. This episode is also brought to you by Paulson Tours. For almost 30 years, this family-owned and operated business has been sending people to sports games, racing events, concerts, vacations, and more. I myself have been using Paulson Tours for trips to Red Sox games, wine festivals, and an annual guy's trip to Boston for St. Patty's Day for almost 15 years. Check out the current trips being offered over at paulsontours.com. Life's a trip. Go with Paulson Tours. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm fantastic. I'm fantastic. A little tired. A little tired. Just got yeah. back from vacation. Um, oh, nice. And I think, you know, everyone says like, I need a vacation for my vacation. I think that should only count if you're a parent. <laughs> like no offense to <laughs> no, anyone else out there. You know, going on vacation with children is just taking, you know, it's just taking care of your children in a, a different house, a different location. Yeah. No, that's definitely, it sounds stressful. Yeah, it's not stressful. It's just like I stay up later. I stay up later than I usually do and got yeah. up early, earlier or as you know, same time as usual. But uh, yeah, whatever. I'll go cry in the corner by myself. <laughs> but uh, how are you doing? I haven't I haven't talked to you in so long. I think I saw you at uh, Montage for their um, kind of like mountain jam or whatever it was back in uh, March. Yeah, Maybe mountain Marty. fest. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But uh, exciting news. Yes. You just dropped a new song yesterday. Today's Mm -hmm. Monday, uh, Mm -hmm. July 31st. Um, So we're recording this a day after the song released, and uh, this will probably be released on Friday. So when this airs, the song will be almost a week old. But uh, Mm -hmm. dropped the song on a Sunday, which is um, odd. Um, Yeah. So there's a reason for that, and we'll get to that too. Uh Um, And I think you had a birthday yesterday too. Is Is that true? I did, yeah. Yesterday was oh, my birthday. Happy belated birthday. Thank you. So uh the song is called No Coincidence, Happy Birthday. Mm-hmm. And it's the first new music that we've got from you in what five years? I think like five or six, yeah. Yeah. So 2018, yeah. I think you had a, an album come out, Unspoken. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, where have you been? Where have you been? Oh my gosh. I think 
I definitely took like a hiatus and I don't, I, I think there's a lot of reasons for it, but, um, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I think I, maybe I was like refinding myself like in a second, like adulthood situation. Um, and I think honestly, what solidified, I mean, I like this whole song was like in the works or like in talks, I should say for like maybe a couple of months. But I think the thing that like solidified me being like, okay, this actually needs to get done. And I, and I do want to do this again and put it out was like, um, the fire that me and Marty were in. And I think after that, like, (laughs) I think after experiencing that, I started to realize like the important things in my life and and the things that make me happy i guess truly it's, it's funny how that i mean it's not funny obviously you could talk about that because I, I did see something on facebook or you know social yeah. media about you guys being in a fire yeah um, but it's amazing how like it takes uh, a thing like that to kind of really wake you up and realize make you realize like hey like you know this this life is short. I mean, we don't, yeah. we don't know. This is good. I mean, I I'm facing that when I turn 40, you know, I turned 40 last November yeah. and you know, I'm, I'm constantly thinking like my life's halfway over and I want to live forever because I have children and a wife and like, I, I love them so much. I, I never want to be without them. And uh, yeah. yeah, so these moments happen and um, talk what, what happened exactly. So in, in a short sense, like lightning struck the house, which is like the most like freak thing ever it was actually yeah yeah, it was june 2nd so it was like the day that um montage like they were doing the county fair so i was covering that for work and i wasn't supposed to be home all day and uh i was having like technical difficulties like with my camera and everything while i was there so like i was gonna wait in my car and like you know just kind of like try to fix it but then i saw that it was gonna storm and I got like the warning and everything on my phone. So I was like, all right, I'm going to go home. And I was home for maybe like 15 minutes. And then the lightning struck. And I didn't think it was your house. Like, I didn't think it was my house. Like you sure. don't think that. I thought it was like a pole outside. But no, it was the house. Um, and yeah, the whole thing was was really like surreal. Um, Marty's dad had called him. So then Marty called me to tell me that there was a house on fire on our street. So when it got called in, it wasn't called in as our address. So I'm like, I'm on the phone with them and I'm like, I don't like, I don't, I don't see what house it is. Like, I don't know. Um, and like, as I'm checking the windows, like I'm noticing that like a little bit of smoke is coming in the house, but you know, he was like, well, there's a fire on the street and the AC's on, you know, don't freak out. Um, he was like, but if it makes you feel better, like, you know, go get the dogs and just stand outside until I get home. Cause I think he was actually recording with Portland Frank that day. <laughs> so he wasn't home. Um, and by the time I went back to get the dogs, bring them back out into the kitchen, it was just completely black. And I, and that's when I realized like, it's, holy shit. it's our house. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, wow. holy shit, this is our house. Wow. Yeah. So, um, I mean, it, it definitely wasn't as bad as it, as it could have been. Like I did, yeah. I was struggling with one of our dogs to get them out, but like, you know, everyone got out. Okay. And you know, that's all, that's all I could really ask for. That's all that anyone could ask for is that like the dogs got out and everyone's okay. But it was definitely like a scary moment that, you know, it, of course. It's, it's times like that, that makes you realize like what's, what's important. 
Yeah. What could have happened, right? Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So no lives lost. That's good. No. Mm-mm. Okay. Yeah. Now is the house like, I, I mean, was it, uh, did, was it salvageable or did it? So it is, but it's basically like at this point, it's like ripped down to the foundations uh, um, because of all the water damage. It, the the right. lightning struck the attic. So all the water just, it flooded the whole down. house. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, that's yeah. wild. That's wild. Yeah. Yeah, no, crazy, craziness. So we're you're just like two months removed from that at this point. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Now, had you considered getting back into music prior to that, or was that kind of the catalyst that kind of said, like, listen, I need to, I need to find myself. I need to like make the most out of this life. I need to, you know, just kind of get back to who I am and and what I'm what I'm here for. Yeah, I, I would say that that was definitely like the tipping point. But I like for months I was kind of like tiptoeing around the idea like you know I would tell Marty like you know we should do more duos but then like never actually do it and like stuff like that but I think this this event was like the the push that I needed to like actually do something why do you think you know it's it's been so long it's it's been you know like I said five years um in that, mm-hmm. that album released uh unspoken which is available on the streaming services mm-hmm. there's a song called jamie which was phenomenal uh <laughs> i remember playing it on yeah i remember playing it on the radio uh when i had a radio show back in the day mm-hmm. um when i when i heard that i mean that's that to me was like a that belonged in like uh like when I was growing up, like those teen movies, like <laughs> yeah. uh, American Pie or uh, She's All That or whatever, those kind of things. Yeah. Like that, that belonged in one of those those type of movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, like I, I don't know how old you are now, but I mean, I've known of you. I've, I've known, I know your family mm-hmm. uh, for like 13 years now. So I essentially like watched you grow up. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so it's like I knew you as a little kid, and like you know, you released this album. It was phenomenal. Yeah. Every song was yeah. really great in their own Thank way, you. and then you mm-hmm. just disappeared. Like what happened? Yeah. Um, I think that okay. So, uh, like, how deep do you want to go into this? Let's go uh, okay. all the way. <laughs> all right. Well, um, I feel like most people like who know me relatively well, like they know that like from the beginning of my time. I feel like I, like I was the theater kid. I was the dance kid. I was the piano kid. And like, I just, I did, I did all of the things. And, um, I always say to people, like, there's a reason why the kids that were on dance moms don't dance anymore because it becomes like, you get this weird, like relationship with it where like, I don't know, at some point it turns into like work and not fun. Like, And it wasn't even necessarily like, I didn't have like a major, like, I I wasn't like super like popular or anything like that, but it was like embedded into me my whole life. And I I felt like I didn't have anything else to like give to the world or something and that I couldn't do anything else but that. So I think that gave me like a chip on my shoulder almost about performing um, and, and creating music. Um, I think it was a mixture of that. And I had a really hard time. I feel like when I was like 18 or 19 and like was performing out more. Um, and again, like this was like pre COVID. So like, it wasn't like now where like almost every bar like closes at like midnight, you know, <laughs> like it was like, they were like, they were till 2am, you know? Right. So like, 
and you'd get like, I wouldn't even, I don't even want to say that like I, every experience I had, like there was someone creepy, but I think because I did everything so young and I was like freshly 18, I couldn't handle the fact that there would be people that I don't know that just know me online, like coming to the gigs and being like, like, you know, I love your music and like that, it scared me almost like I, it made me feel uncomfortable and it shouldn't have, but I was a kid well, essentially. That's, that's, yeah, that's fair. I think that's a very yeah. fair emotion that you can have to that, and especially that young, right? And you're 18 yeah. years old. Yeah. Um, you're female. Mm, yeah you're, you're, you're pretty too it doesn't you know it doesn't help all the things like you're very talented very pretty there could be creepy people online um, yeah that would come to shows just because they see you know your imagery on online right so yeah, yeah i mean totally i mean that's i think that's fair in in all aspects mm, yeah i mean so that that was also a part of it too but i think it was mainly just the fact that I, I somehow adapt, like, I just, I had a strained relationship with like music and I all of a sudden like woke up one day and wanted no part of it. And I did like other, like, and, and I tried to like fulfill myself with like other hobbies and stuff, you know, but it just, it just like, wasn't working. Like I ended up proving to myself like, no, like you're like more than that. But like at the core like this is what truly makes me happy. It's just the relationship was a little weird with it. What kinds of things did you you know do in its place? Uh, well, one of the things was definitely I <laughs> took like a very like deep dive into like new age like spiritualism, and I ended up getting like my Reiki certification because I wanted to help people. Like you know, I wanted to you know be a Reiki practitioner and. Um, I guess you could say I still am like kind of doing that. Not really, but, um, you know, I was doing it for a while, like actively like working out of a shared space and it, it made me feel fulfilled. I liked helping people, but it, it wasn't the same. It didn't feel the same way. Like I felt like my priorities weren't in order, I guess. I, I did see that on, yeah. on social media and that wasn't that long ago. No, it wasn't. It, it, it was only maybe for like six months of like heavily doing it, like actually working in the, in the field, I guess, mm -hmm. but it took like two years to get like completely certified. So, yeah. <laughs> do you think that was just something you needed to do to prove to yourself that you could do something else? I think it was maybe a mixture of both because I of, of both like needing to prove something to myself and to also, I mean, I've, I feel like I always like felt like I wanted to like help people. I think it's like a part of my personality trait or something, but like, I don't know if it was to prove something to myself or to have something that felt like my own. You know, because I feel like I feel like growing up as a kid in like performing and music, it never felt like it was my own. And maybe that's what I needed to prove to myself. Right. Now, did your parents kind of I don't, I don't use the word pressure, but like they probably saw that you were very talented and kind of just kind of pushed you in that direction because, you know, yeah. why waste it? Right. Uh, yeah. real, real quickly, um, mm -hmm. you know, uh, Tatiana's dad owned a, a popular bar in 
what town was uh what town was that? Oliphant. Oliphant. Mm-hmm. Uh called Thirsty's Bar and Grill. Um so the people who listen to this, people who know me probably know your dad. They probably know you yeah. as well. Um yeah. well, does that just kind of like the is am I accurate with saying that? They just kind of knew you were talented and they kind of yeah, I would say so. And I, I wouldn't like, I don't think that I would like come on anywhere and be like, oh, like, my parents ruined it for me. Cause I like right, they no. didn't. I feel like as a parent, like if you see your child like excel in something, you want what's best for them. 100%. You want to like push them. But like we're all human and we like, you know, we all make mistakes and we all like push too hard sometimes. And we all like, you know, I, I think that. They were definitely just trying to do their best, but I definitely do feel like, um, yeah, it just, it became like, I didn't feel like I had a choice. And like, I think that feeling affected me, like going, like becoming an adult. Right. Cause now I, cause then I was like, oh, well I'm given the choice. So if I'm given the choice, I'm not doing it anymore. Like, you know, <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's definitely, uh, I, I mean, obviously we're not talking shit on parents because like, no. of course we all want to, I mean, I don't even know how I'm going to handle <laughs> and my son's five, my daughter's one. And I, I always think about their future and obviously I want them to yeah. be smart, educated, but also like I see my son now and he's, he's in sports and he's like, he, this is, he's five years old. So it's like, mm-hmm. you can't even really, he doesn't even know what stuff is yet. I guess. Yeah. But I mean, like he's naturally like good at listening and, and following the you know instruction and, and doing well. So it's like, yeah, you don't want to, you know, um, be overbearing with it. But obviously, like you said, we, we, you want to kind of, if you're, if you see that talent, you kind of want to harness that and, and mm-hmm. push them in that direction because not everyone is, you know, can sing or perform music or dance mm-hmm. or, you know, play baseball or whatever it might be. And when you have yeah. that opportunity, it's like, Hey, like take it, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and same, like, I, I don't know what I would do if I had a kid and like, they were like a savant at playing piano. Like, right. I, like, what do I do? Like, no, you don't have to, if you don't want to, like, right. that's like hard. Like, like you're over their shoulder and like play, play the, yeah. Play the piano. Yeah. 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 So, so yeah, it's, it's, it was like a slippery slope about all of that, but yeah, that's just basically it. Life is hard. Yeah. The really human is. experience is hard. <laughs> that's what's been so cool about life too. Cause it's like, it's just yeah. all these factors like, like go into everything and it's like and you never know until it's like too late or you never know until like Mm -hmm. it's the right time it's just it's so like and if we live in it that in a way that we're like um you know kicking ourselves in the ass because we did something and we were doing it for good reason Mm -hmm. and then we kick ourselves in the ass for you know whatever you know came of it it's like that's not fair to you know yourself either it's just i don't know it's it's funny yeah and you throw a yeah. pandemic on top of it and people get nuts. Yeah. No, you know? for sure. that also, I think, affected. Because honestly, like I, it was during the pandemic where I completely just, I was like, no, I'm done. I'm not even doing a duo gig. I'm, I'm done. Um, so that probably affected something too. I don't know. Now, is that why you date a musician? Because like that was like your connection. <laughs> I'm like I'm gonna live vicariously through you. Tatiana, um, uh, no. <laughs> she dates Marty Marty Monahan. He's uh, in a popular band called The Boastfuls, and also a new project called uh, Portland Frank, which she mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, great guy. Uh, just just an yeah, awesome all around dude. Uh, I'm sure you like him more than just 
his good looks and his ability to play guitar. No, I do. I do. No, he's, he's great. He's great. And and he's been like, like, I, I feel like when I completely like dropped off, like, you know, I could tell that like, he didn't like completely like agree with it, but he definitely like gave me the space about it that I needed. And then I think like, you know, after months of me, like going back and forth, um, I think it was like really after the fire, like, you know, when I knew I was going to put it out, I would even have like moments of like, I'm not going to do it. Like, I, I'm, I'm not going to do it. And he's like, no, you're fucking doing it. Like you're doing it. I'm not giving you a choice. Like we're doing it. So yeah, he's been, he's been great about just everything that's happened recently. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, I'm, I'm glad he pushed you too, because the, the song is amazing. Um, let's yeah. talk about it. You know, it's, it's yeah. called no coincidence happy birthday like i said before and i'm assuming the song title relates to your birthday that you just had yes. that's why you released it on your birthday. all makes yeah. sense right yeah it was planned connected. yeah it was planned um the um wh- what's the song about i mean <clears throat> i don't want to i think i know you know who the message is to but it talked a little bit about about the song um mm-hmm. and, and what it what it might mean to you yeah so I feel like like the few other people that have asked, I like there's not just like one meaning, I guess. Um so I feel like it's like split up into like two. So I guess like the more obvious one is just like I don't even know that it's like directed at anyone specifically, but I feel like just as people like in life, whether it's in a romantic relationship or a friendship or a family member, like we all have dealt with people who like make you feel the way that you do, like the way that I talk, like what I talk about in the song, like, you know, like manipulative narcissistic people, like they're, they're out there and they kind of like prey upon empathetic, caring people. Um, So I guess that's, that's one side of it. And the other side, I guess what I had in mind, like while I was writing it is like the effects of being around like people like that, like kind of how, even though like they like show all of like these characteristics and like, you know, that, you know, you know, the kind of person that they are just from being under their thumb, you kind of start to think that it's you that like you're the problem that you're the one that isn't a great person and you start to have like this identity crisis of not even knowing like who you really are and creating a different version for everyone in your life so those are the two i guess meanings behind the song yeah And the the cover art for that that single, mm-hmm. um, yeah, are, are those uh, were they pictures of you on different birthdays? So, no, <laughs> there was there it was a shoot that I did in my mom's basement, which is what I'm in right now because we were limited on location. Um, I basically just like set up a tripod and like photoshopped everything together. Okay. So yeah, each but one looked kind of different. Yeah, they were all supposed to, I guess, be different like versions of myself, I guess. And I, I have to admit, and maybe I'm not good at uh, 
written into music. And I think that's what's so cool about music too, because when people hear it, they can kind of, you know, um, hear it for what they want to hear it for. Mm-hmm. I thought maybe that it was a message to yourself. Like yeah. Just these different, like, you know, these past five years, maybe, you know, it's like, you know, you were, you weren't sure of who you are and what you wanted to do. And so maybe you just kind of like, you know, beat yourself up and like, you were talking about, you know, that to yourself. Yeah. I it, it honestly, like it kind of fits in both because yeah. I do that too. Like, you know, and like, I would be lying if I said that, like, I'm not a self-deprecating person and I don't like think about those things like when I write. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like it's, it's more so about how like, I guess people feel after being in like types of relationships like that. Um, but it could be for any reason, like anyone could interpret it any way they want, you know? Yeah. And yeah, so I saw, I thought those were different images of your, of you. Obviously, they are obviously, mm-hmm. but they, 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 they were like different points of uh, time. So you yeah. look different in each one, which is like, even like age wise. I don't know how you did that. Yeah. I, well, some Photoshop. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it was definitely like purposeful and like little me in That's there. Cool. Um, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So when you shared the song yesterday, um, I saw that you, uh, kind of thanked you know marty paul mm-hmm. young uh yeah. and brett alexander what um parts did they play in this this song recording so marty when i when i had this song i originally just had i think verses and that was it um i didn't have any like i didn't do any piano nothing i had like a melody in my brain but that was it so I kind of went to Marty for help, which is like the first time I ever did that. We've never like worked together on like anything like other than covers. Um, So he was trying to like work something out with me. And he was like, in the beginning, like our, both of our music styles are kind of different. I guess like how we write is different. So he was like, let me call Paul. And I'm like, ah, like I get, I get weird about people like hearing my stuff before it's done. And I was like, I'm scared. Like he's going to judge me. He's like, no, like he's going to help. Like it'll, it'll help. And, um, and it did like he, I sent him like what I had and he sent back, um, he sent back an idea for the chorus and I didn't end up like using that exactly, but like that kind of helped me to do something like different with the chorus. So it was, it was similar, but different. Um, and to like he he like came over to like help like workshop some things and like move things around um and then of course like brett uh he he uh he produced like unspoken um so i went to him at saturation acres and he he had some like ideas too that were really helpful um but then because the time was really pressing because i was supposed to be doing this like starting the beginning of June and all of that happened. Um, Marty kind of like took it upon himself to be like, okay, like, I don't, maybe we shouldn't record like everything in studio. I could do some stuff here. Like, let me see what I could do. He basically like, uh, he arranged the whole song pretty much. So it was amazing. 
like in two hours. Like he was like, just leave me alone for two hours and I'll, and I'll do something. I was like, okay. And I come back and it was not far off from where it sounds like now. I mean, obviously it wasn't mixed or anything, but he did a really amazing job because he's super talented. Like, yeah. That. One thing I've noticed <laughs> the, the arrangement was just like, like this is amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we had so, yeah. three other great people working on it with you. So I think you, I think you, yeah. uh, you know, found the right help. Yeah. Or no, guidance, Maybe guidance, did. not help, help, guide, guidance. Yeah. 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 Brett, Brett Alexander, uh, the Badley's fame, you know, and Paul Young. I mean, <laughs> Paul, Dan, uh, I love Paul with Panacea. Portland Frank's great too. Yeah. I'm sure mm-hmm. you've heard some Panacea tunes. Yes, I have. Yeah, no. Incredible. Incredible. He's great. He's great. They're all so, great. They're all yeah. super talented. So I, t- I texted Paulie last night and I was like, dude, that song is incredible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he goes, which one? He's <laughs> like, I do all of them. Yeah, all, all my I have songs my are hands incredible. in all of them. All my yeah. songs are incredible. <laughs> I know, Paul. I know. I know. I'm, I'm talking about Tatiana's. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, oh, that's uh, funny. Well, it's funny too. Ken Norton texted me out of the blue. Out of the blue today, uh, I'll, and I'll I'll read it verbatim. He said, uh, "Tatiana's song is absolute fire." Oh, yeah. He, <laughs> I haven't heard from him in, in a while, and he ended up texting me yesterday too. Yeah. So that was really sweet. Yeah, talk about the reception you've got. It's, you know, I said it's the first music in uh, almost five years, um, mm-hmm. and. You know, it's definitely not something, I mean, it feels not thrown together, but it feels like it came together like pretty quickly, but I mean, it's, it's on par with, you know, the stuff that you've done previously, Mm -hmm. um, maybe a little better. Like, I mean, what, what has the world, um, because I saw comments, I saw comments talking about, you know, it being relatable to Alanis Morissette, Mm -hmm. uh, which Ken also said, he also said Matthew Starr and, um. I did all I've been like since I've heard it so all day yesterday and even today I was like this sounds like something that I know or that I can relate to or that I can kind of compare to and then mm-hmm. I, just, I just said John stop like stop trying to <laughs> that's what I do all the time I try and like yeah find, oh this sounds like this and I said John mm-hmm. stop like it's Tatiana like this that's that's who it is so <laughs> talk about um some of the stuff you've heard from people uh, about the, the new song yeah so I I definitely <laughs> before like posting it like of course like me I'm just like no one's gonna give a shit like I didn't even like promote it really I mean I put out like a little thing two days before um no one really knew about it family didn't know about it um and I think I think maybe everyone was like shocked more so than like people saying oh it sounds great I think more so everyone was like where did that come from like I I thought you were done like you know so um but like I've, you know, the feedback like from friends and like family, especially, um, I'm just like overjoyed. Like I really can't ask for anything else, you know. Like I haven't heard anything negative yet. So. <laughs> but um, but yeah, no, it's it's funny. Like I did see that comment about like the Alan. I haven't responded yet to any of them, but the Alanis Morissette comment. Um, there was two albums I would say that I had been listening to like nonstop for the past four months. Jagged Little Pill is one of them. And In Rainbows, uh, Radiohead is the other. And I feel like those are like the two 
uh, influences, I should say, when it came to this song. Uh, that's basically what I like. That's what I would tell Paul. That's what I would tell Marty. I'm like, I want it to be a mix between Jack and Little Phil and In Rainbows. Um, and so there we go. There we go. <laughs> we got at least half of that documented <laughs> from others. That's, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I won't even tell you who I like. There's a part of that song, just a small piece that like, I was like, oh, this sounds kind of like this, but it's more of the guitar than it is mm -hmm. anything else. Um, but yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't really like nail it down. So I just stopped, I stopped trying. <laughs> but I mean, where do you go from here? I mean, is, is this like, is this like a rebirth? It's like, I mean, it's your birthday, like, right? Like, like, you know, is this, uh, the start of something new? Yeah. I like to think that it is. Um, I, I mean, I definitely, you know, I've like talked to Marty about like wanting to play out more. Um, so I, you know, I feel like we're, we might do that. We're, we are going to do that. I'm not going to say we might, we are going to do that. Um, and yeah, I don't, I want to continue to write. I don't know if that will look like an EP or an album, but I, you know, I definitely do want to keep going. I have like, I have the content for it. I just need to like, you know, make the time to do it. So Content meaning, you know, songs written, half written. Yeah, I've never stopped writing. I just stopped like putting stuff out, I guess is what I should say. Okay. Yeah. What does the writing, writing look like? I mean, is that just, I mean, do you kind of just jot down different feelings and emotions and then kind of workshop that at a different date? How, how does that look for you? Um, I know that after I like after it became less serious it, it was like kind of far and few in between I would only write when I felt like the need to whether that was like oh like if there's like something's going on or like I feel like you know overwhelmed with emotions so I'm just gonna write um I know that when I was doing it like more seriously like when Unspoken was written I was kind of just like writing all of the time um but I also feel like it, it's dependent on like where I'm at in my life. I always said that I find it, it's harder for me to write when I'm like happy. Happy, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like, and it sounds like really terrible, but, no, but it's, I mean, it's the truth. Like it's hard. It's hard for me to write when I'm happy. Um, that's not my, like, I guess writing about like happy things was never like my forte. So it's, when you lose like content to write about, it becomes harder. Yeah, I mean, like it's kind of if you if you wrote about being happy, it's almost like bragging, right? Like, yeah, like, oh, my life's so great, like everything's, you know. Like, yeah. What do you, you what do you write about? And I I've never wrote a song. I, I wouldn't even know where to start. But like, if I had to, like, I, I would definitely have to be in I think a darker place than yeah, you know, being happy and like life's great and all that kind of shit it just it wouldn't it wouldn't work for me yeah and i, mean, I, I and think, i think go ahead. oh no i was just gonna say i think too like especially when i was like younger in writing because unspoken only 90 percent of those songs were written like when i was like 18 like or like 17 to 18 like around the time it was like put out um but the other like like the other 90 percent like I was a child. I was like 12 or 13 years old. Wow. So, 
So I think like, um, being in that space all the time and like writing as a kid, like, I don't know if that's like the most like healthy thing. Um, yeah, that's, but, a, <laughs> that's a good, uh, I guess a healthy outlet, but like, yeah. I don't know. So I, I think that was a, a strain, like that's what caused a strain too. It was like, well, if I could only be like, if I could only write songs when I'm like miserable, like, I don't know if I want to do it then, you know, right. but, um, but, um, yeah, that association. Yeah. 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 But I mean, I feel like as an adult, like you kind of like, you learn to separate it. Like you don't have to like be in your dark room and like sulk like 24 seven to like write, you know, a meaningful song. You could like separate yourself from it. So it's kind of crazy that you were that young writing those songs. Yeah, I think that's why I personally like didn't like unspoken. I hated that album. <laughs> like, and 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 like when I say that to people, like they're like, "What do you mean?" Like I'm like, "Well, I didn't like it." Like I, because a lot of it I wrote when I was a kid, and then by the time it was actually like released, I think I was like 20 it was like, well, I don't write like that anymore. And I don't think that way anymore. And right. You're like, a different person for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And it was kind of like almost embarrassing to be honest. <laughs> yeah. I could, yeah. I get that. And I, and I think like, yeah. and it's funny too, because you know, when someone finds their, their favorite artist, you know, they want the next album from that artist to be the same as the first. Yeah. And the third mm-hmm. album to be the same as the first and second, like, and it's like, that's kind of weird. Like, you know, we grow and we experience different things as we, you know, get older. And um, obviously as an artist, you want to be creative and, and try new things. And so I really mm-hmm. hate when people like shit on artists for like changing or, or writing changing about different up. things. Or, yeah. It's just like, yeah. What do you mean? 50 years old talking about, you know, your first girlfriend? Like, what are, what are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> like, no, like you just, you just don't do that. Yeah. Like, I don't. Like, you know, I could look back on like, because it's always Jamie. It's always like people are like, like, even you, like, it's always Jamie. Like, well, who is Jamie? And honestly, like, I don't think I'd ever write a song like Jamie again. Like, I, I could like look back on it and like appreciate it because I was like 13 or 14 when I wrote it. But like, I'm probably like, that's probably never going to come out of me ever again. Like, you know, so I don't know. So who is Jamie? Oh my god! Well, he was like my ex-boyfriend. Okay. It was a whole thing, but he's sure. not even Jamie's not even real. Okay, Jamie was a substitute name right. because you know I didn't want to piss anybody off. Right? Of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not a fourteen. Yeah, high, really. high school, high school yeah. shit. Yeah, I don't like. I don't know. <laughs> but that's it's just it's again it's part of like you know who you are today, and it's it's you know going through those emotions and those ups and the downs and. Again, like we said, we started this whole thing out. It's just like, you know, it's part of life. And and, and it's, that's what's cool about life is like mm-hmm. you know, learning and, you know, going through those experiences and all that kind of shit that you never thought yeah. you'd go through. Mm-hmm. Or now it's it's not even a big deal. Like, it's like, why didn't I even care? No, exactly. That's what I like when I listen. Well, I don't avidly listen to Unspoken, but if I even sure. think about it. I'm like, yeah, no, it's like in my playlist now. <laughs> it's in my rotation. Right. No, but yes. I, I look back on it and I'm like, like why, like, why did I write about that? Like, I don't know. But it's, it is a part of me. I'm not going to like, you know, shun it. But that's good though. I like, know. I like that, you know, you're, you embrace that. And it's like, okay, it's, yeah, yeah, it's a song about somebody in the past, but like, 
I mean, it's it's a song. It's it's you know whatever. Yeah, it's a great song. It's a great song. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, I just think my like I think my taste in like music changed too. Sure. You know, sure. So absolutely, the influences changed. So and who are who's who's that? Who's what's your influence now? Well, I already said like Alanis and Radiohead. I've been really into Radiohead like lately. I think that's where like all of like the like the the noises came from in the song. Like that's like when I when we were talking about like putting the song together, I was like, I want noises in it. And Marty's like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> I, I wanted to ask you about that. There's organs yeah. in the background. Yeah, like it's it's very faint, so I couldn't like make out what it was. Is that mm-hmm. anything? Is it is it like a a real recording or? The first ones are just, I mean, they're just like random uh, recordings that are being played backwards on a loop, just okay. to sound like creepy. Honestly, like the but the last the ones that are uh, at the end is like a real recording from my brother's maybe. 16th birthday i wanted like the ending of a happy birthday and him blowing the candles out sound in it so we put that in the end yeah and then all the synth noises that marty uh added in for me i just picture marty yeah. like in a room and his hair is nuts yeah he's like on the keyboard <laughs> <laughs> that's probably not far off from what it looks like to be honest that's funny yeah but um i don't know like uh as far as like other like influences i i can't say that i like listen to a lot of like newer i can't no i listen to like newer music but i feel like i'm like very much like stuck in like the alternative like alt 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 pop alt rock genre <laughs> so like i think that that's where it comes from mm-hmm. i don't know uh yeah it's a great genre. I, I, I mean, all in two one was was that. Um, yeah, which I love that station. R.I.P. Yeah. Oh my God. We were just talking a couple of weeks ago about like Buzzfest and how like that was like the highlight of our summer when I, we were in high school. <laughs> so good. I know it was so fun. You know, it's. I don't want to get into it. I don't want to get into it. <laughs> don't, don't. I'll start talking shit on people. I don't, I don't want to talk shit on. <laughs> This will turn into like they have, something they have, totally different. Yeah, they have bigger brains and more money than I do. So yeah, well, bigger brains, whatever. definitely more money, but not bigger brains. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I just get, I get angry. God, I get angry. I think a lot of people do. I don't think you're the only one. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, outside of ninety-seven nine X, it was like the only station that kind of had those, uh, like the uh, alternative uh, mm-hmm. music. Like the walk, the moons, yeah. and, and things like that. Yeah, it's a damn shame. Yeah. No, it is. It is because it's. I I feel like it's still a, a very like living, popular genre, but yeah. in our area, it's not as represented on the radio anymore. So not at all. <laughs> they had a good thing. And it was, and it yeah. was, you know, and COVID probably didn't help either. But like, it yeah. was on. It was on the up, and I just think they. Well, they're doing the towel, but like it wasn't. They didn't do anything with it that was better. Like they just like turned it into Q ninety two, and it's like, what the hell is that? And it's just like a top forty. Yeah, oh. I I had I had like I had very little inch like an ounce of hope when I because it's it's supposed to be like 
90s and now, right? So I was like, oh, okay, nine, 90s, I could get into that. I don't think there's a lot of 90s happening on the imagination. Yeah, I don't think so anymore. I don't, I don't, I don't know. was the initial, was like, yeah, Q92 was like the, I mean, like 90s to now, I think. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong. I forget. I left shortly no, I, after I they changed it, it, but but they've they've since changed it to uh, Q. I think it's just I forget. But they've like whatever it was when they changed it from Alt. Um, they changed it since, like not much, but they just changed like oh. a word on it, and then they they kind of kept the the music newer. I believe I could be very wrong. I you know, there's so many things in my life that. I love so dearly. Um, the Weekender was one of them. You're probably too young for that. No, I remember um, it. Okay, The mm-hmm. Weekender and um, the radio stations. I had my my own radio sh- show on that too. Mm-hmm. And like to me, those two uh, products are like that girlfriend that cheated on you. So like you hate her, but you still love her because like yeah. you fucked up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I have this this love hate uh, for both those things because. You know, the weekender is back in a, a online format only, and then obviously Alt and Fuzz are, are no more. But yeah. yeah, I hate I hate them both. I wish they would just go yeah. away. But <laughs> can't be so lucky. Yeah. yeah. But writing for you is that like an outlet for you to kind of <clears throat> release any kind of demons or just like just anything like your yeah you're thinking about that's weighing on you just is that like a, a therapeutic type of oh yeah thing yeah no it, it is it and it always has been um I, I and i and i feel like i feel like maybe that's why i i realized it so hard that i needed to do it again because i think i was like truly like coming to terms with the fact that like okay like yes like I do have these other hobbies and things that are making me happy but it's it's not like it's not the kind of joy that I got from writing a song you know or like sitting at my piano and actually like playing it because that's another thing too it's like I went years without even touching it and it collected dust because I just I didn't even want to like touch it um and so, yeah, no, it, it definitely is like a, a really like therapeutic thing. Um, even if like, you know, even if like I have like notes upon notes in my phone of like songs that no one will ever hear, it's still like, it's what gets me through. I think everyone has to have that in some way, I believe, like doing something because like yeah, if I, you don't, <laughs> like, hmm. I, I think I need to find something. I thought this was it, but I uh, I had an incident a week or two ago that I can't stop replaying in my mind. Um, I'll share it with you if you'd like. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I was at the grocery store, and um, I was at the checkout. It was me and my son. He's five. At the mm. checkout, I actually started my car on the walk to it with my uh, key fob, and uh, I was loading him up. And the, the the groceries in the car put him and buckled him up, and I was taking the cart back to the the front of the store like a good person. And if mm-hmm. you don't do that, you're a scumbag. But anyways, I agree. <laughs> so as I, I put the the cart back in the the 
the row and uh, a guy comes out of the store who I haven't seen in like two years. Mm. And he's a talker. I love the guy to death, but he's a talker. And I'm like, mm. fuck. It was great to see him. Great to see him. It was great to see him. But I'm like, my kid's in the car. Like, and I'm at this point from where the carts are, when my son is in the car, um, 30 feet away, 40 feet away, not very far. Mm. Uh, so he starts talking to me. So I lock the, the, the car from my, my key fob. Cause I was like, you know, he's in the car, car's on, it's hot, whatever. AC's on no big deal. Mm. So the guy's talking to me, guy's talking to me and um, a car pulls up next to my car and I see it. I see the car pull up and the guy's talking. So I'm like, I got him. I'm looking at him and I'm looking over there mm-hmm. and a woman gets out and she looks in the car like, like the kind of a look of disgust. And I'm like, fuck this, this lady probably thinks that I left my kid in the car. Um, yeah. And that I'm a, and immediately now I, I, I create this whole thing in my head. Immediately. I, I felt attacked as a father because like, I, I think I'm a very good father and it's probably, it's weird to say that out loud, but like, I, I, I make it a point to like be a good dad. Right. Mm-hmm. So I made this thing up in my head. Like this, this woman knows who I, that it's me. And like, I'm like, Oh, this woman thinks that I'm a scumbag or whatever. And the person that was driving walked around the front and the girl's like, she's like, you know, can you believe someone will leave a little kid in the car like that? Blah, blah. blah. And she's walking. And I, I just kind of like, not, I didn't yell, but I aggressively said to her, I'm like, the car is running. Don't worry about it. The car is running. And she's like, well, someone could get in the car and, and take off. Um, and I'm like, I'm right here. I got it under yeah. control. I'm right here. And she's like, oh, well, I didn't know. And she walked in the store. And I, I stood there and I'm like, what the hell was that? Like, what? What? I said, where did that come from? I was just like, who am I? What? Where did that come from? Mm. I mean, obviously, I mean, granted, she could have looked around and probably assumed that I was the owner or the other guy was the owner or whatever. But so I, I said to the guy, listen, I got, I got to get going. I got to go in and apologize to that lady. So I got my, my son out of the car and we went and found her. And I said, listen, I'm, I'm really sorry for what just happened. She's like, no, no, I'm sorry too. I'm a, I said, no, I said, what you did was there's nothing wrong with what you did. You were just concerned for a child's well-being, well-being. Mm-hmm. And how dare I kind of speak to you like that? Like, you didn't know who I was, but like, I'm like, oh, what? I said, what the fuck? Who, who, what am I doing? Yeah, it's just like I don't. I to this day I don't. I don't really know, you know, where that came from. And then, um, you know, we were uh, uh, with my family on vacation, and I, my brother and I, we were brothers, right? Like, so we started mm-hmm. mouthing off back and forth, and kind of got face to face. And I, I shoved them, and I'm like, oh, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> and yeah, I, said, I don't. I don't know if if I need to talk to somebody or what. But like, is the world just like? finally like just like beat me down or whatever it is or maybe i just need to start like working out and just some some kind of release i don't know but yeah no i don't know no but i don't think like i think that that's just being human to be honest yeah like i really do i i when i was you know actively taking a lot of like clients like in that field of you know like you're you're kind of like a therapist without being a therapist um but you know like I'd have like so many people like tell me like things that they have held on to forever like the like guilt and some of them were like serious and some of them like are so like minuscule that you'd like look at them and you're like like why like why do you feel like guilty about that like you had every right to 
But like, I just think that that's just like such a human thing. Like we're not always going to be like happy or like, yeah. or like well-mannered all the time. You know, it's just, like, yeah, but that's just not me. It's like so out of character. Yeah. Like, I, don't, I don't like, like, I, I just like felt like I lost it twice in the past yeah. like three weeks. Yeah. And like, I've got no, from as far as I know, I've got I've got nothing to be upset about. Yeah, but Weird. like sometimes you don't even need something to be upset about. You know, like I always I feel like I I don't feel like it's like this anymore. But I feel like when I was a kid, like even back then, like the whole like mental health thing was like kind of taboo. Like when I was in middle school yeah. and high school still. So like if you said that you felt like anger or you felt like sadness for no reason, like people would be like, well, you don't have a reason to be angry. Like you don't have a reason to be sad. Like why are you sad? Like, you know, but like, even though there's no like reason, like there doesn't, there doesn't need to be like, you're a human being with like complex emotions. And, you know, if I had to really think about it and I think social media has a lot to do with it too. Oh yeah. Um, (laughs) I think I get angry. I get, I get, you know, now that we're talking about it, I feel like I get I get mad at shit that doesn't matter. Like mm-hmm. it's not hurting me. It's I mean, someone could be, you know, bragging about something or or lying, like blatantly lying that I I know they're lying yeah. about. And for some reason I'm like I get angry about that. Like in my head, I'm like, you're a fucking liar. Like like Yeah. You know, and I and now that we're talking about it out loud, it's like, I think and I have considered taking a break from social media because I think it's, uh, I mean, it's a blessing and a curse, just like the internet is. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it, it, I don't know, it's just a lot. And I think it's just, it gets crazier and crazier every day. Yeah, it does. It definitely does. I like, I, I even like after the fire, I think I was like off social media for like a month and a half. And then, you know, I, I knew that this was going to happen. So I was like, okay, like that's where the, that's where like the slippery slope like right, comes yeah. in. Cause like you want to, like you're in like this field, like where social media kind of like matters. Yeah. My daytime job is all social media. Like that's what I do. And I hate it. Like I don't hate my job. I sure. hate social media. Um, I hate what it's become, you know, and yeah. I feel like a lot of people feel that way. Cause it's like, it's, it's not even about like, what are like, it, it is about like, what are my friends doing? That's like cool. Like, like their business and their art and their whatever it, it's like all of humanity like just right there like all of the bad is also mixed in with that good and it's like it gives everybody a platform probably people that shouldn't have one right but it's their right to so it's just there yeah Yeah. i don't know well thanks for listening to me (laughs) yeah absolutely (laughs) i think i've only told that story to like three people no but it's it makes you human. Like I, I've done like awful things. Everyone's done like awful like things and have snapped out in their yeah. life. And then like you look back and you're like, holy shit! I don't even know who that person was. It, and that's exact. It, it happened, and as, as it happened, I'm like, what? Like who? Who are you right now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm yeah. My son, he's still young, but and I'm like, you know what? I'm I'm taking him with me. I, I got to do this not just for me, but like hopefully maybe it's a learning moment for him too. Like, you know, yeah. it's okay to, you know, say sorry when you've done something wrong, like, you know, or, or own mm-hmm. up to, to something when you're, when you know you fucked up because I, yeah. 
And the fact that she felt sorry too. I'm like, I said, we need more people like you, if anything. Yeah. You, know? and you weren't, you weren't, you were just talking to yourself and to your friend. I mean, and you were concerned for my child's well being. Like, and, and mm-hmm. like, how dare I get yeah. mad at that, you know? But that's like, that's just like awesome though, because like she could have easily have just like been like, well, fuck you. Like you yelled at me like in public, <laughs> but like, you know, I think, I think social media also created, uh, it made it a lot harder for people to admit when they're like wrong because like, and I, and I think it's because like, I don't know, I don't know if it's because social media gave everyone a platform to voice their opinion and to also like kind of congregate with people who have like that similar opinion, you know? And, and I, I don't know, I just feel like it's really hard for people anymore to like admit their faults, you know, just like admit that we have faults yeah. in general. I mean, you'll see people argue on Facebook for days. Yeah. And like, I don't, yeah. it's such a waste of time because you're clearly not going to change that person's mind. No. Mm-mm. Just call it, call it a day. Like, yeah. Like agree to disagree. And yeah. like, go back to your echo can. chamber too. And go with your like-minded people. Like yeah. you, can't, you can't see another side. Just go, just go do what you're going to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But and that's, what's dangerous too, about like the way social media works and the algorithms. You're just fed stuff oh, that yeah. you like and that like, or this has similar interests. Like, Mm-hmm. so much shit like if you're a scumbag like that's all you just just keep getting it get it, get yeah it. Mm-hmm. it's scary that's i i ha- i haven't been on tiktok i think in like six months i deleted it because the algorithm was like scaring the absolute shit out of me i was like this is getting way too specific like yeah are you listening to conversations probably yes um <laughs> like i'm like i don't know can't do it uh yeah. but yeah no it's crazy I don't know. Oh, we could talk, we could talk about it all night. <laughs> no, I I definitely can't. I'm I'm very passionate about it. Well, I mean, honest. you're of an age where you had social media in high school. Like, what was mm-hmm. that like for you? Because like I I am of an age where we had we, I got the internet in my home when I was like 16, mm-hmm. and like for me it was the internet at its infancy. Like like you had AOL chat rooms and like. You know, you'd sit there, wait for the girl you liked to come on at the world. Yeah. And like, oh, sweet. <laughs> she's, she's here. Like, you know, it's like that was the level of, of internet for me. And then even yeah. in college, I just used it for, um, you know, emails and shit like that. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't grow up with it. And, and you yeah. did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was that Bas- like? Yeah, basically. I, ooh, I think it was probably, I mean, it was rough. I feel like anybody like my age would probably say it was like rough because I think now like I have a I have a brother that's eight years younger than me so he just graduated high school like yeah like they grew up on social media but their his generation I feel like is a lot nicer than really? that's good that's yeah. good like I don't think that like they bully like people online anymore like that but when i was no it is like it definitely gives like some sort of hope and humanity i'm sure that there's like you know certain cases of that but i don't think it's as popular as it was like when i was in high school there was literally apps and like platforms where you could like talk shit about people anonymously i forget what they're called i think like one was like like was it like ask fm or something i don't know like they would roll one out like every month and it would be like 
you could pick what school you go to and just write like anonymous shit. And it was like, it was awful. (laughs) It was so bad. Um, because I also feel like too, like, I think when I was in high school was around the time where it was like, okay. Cause like my space was a thing when I was in middle school, I wasn't allowed to have one, but like my high school years is like when Snapchat rolled out, it's when Vine rolled out, like Instagram became really popular. Like it was kind of like the start, I think of the new generation and like yeah. how things worked. And it was really shitty. <laughs> it was so shitty. I bet. Yeah. yeah, I can't imagine. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I think I'm in a good place as far as like half my life. Well, more than half my life is, well, I guess with, with internet now. We'll just call it half and half. Half without, half mm-hmm. with. Um, and it, But I, I got it when I was at an age, like I can comprehend like what's real and what's not. Like even with reality TV, like mm-hmm. that's what I'm worried about too with kids. It's like they think they see this stuff and it's like, oh, that's real. Yeah. It's like, no, it's not. It's not. <laughs> it's, all, it's all scripted. As much as it say, say reality TV, it's not. Yeah. But and that kind that's kind of like the same for Instagram too. I mean, like I feel like I feel like uh, like as adults, like you kind of know that like what people post online isn't like a reflection of like their real life. But like kids don't know that. They like don't know. There's like four year olds like glued to iPads like twenty four seven watching like God knows who on YouTube like yep. it's not it's a different it's a different world for sure. Yeah, I mean my kid watches like YouTube kid like YouTube for kids and like, yeah, watch like kids like 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 Vlad and Nikki and uh, yeah, that's different. Uh, but yeah, like, no, but like it's, like, it's so weird. <laughs> it's weird. Like yeah. I was watching cartoons and Roadrunner. Yeah, like, like he's watching like other kids play. It's like. Yeah. So no, weird. I feel like that's like innocent though. Cause I feel it like is, that's like, like... It, it is weird though, because like it was the same when I was a kid, like you had to watch that stuff on TV, like yeah. at a certain time, like yeah. during a certain time of day. But like, I mean, I don't know. I think it's when stuff goes like unmonitored is mm-hmm. when it gets a little crazy. Well, it's, it's funny. My, my a friend of mine he doesn't have kids. And he was, um, I don't know if a friend of his has kids and they were talking about like there's apps that you can like literally, um, you know, know where your kid is at all times and, and mm-hmm. uh, the GPS and all that kind of stuff. And he's like, you know what, if I have kids, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to trust them. And I'm like, well, the thing is, it's like, <laughs> I, have, I have cameras on my house. Like, mm-hmm. do I turn them off if I, if I go away when he's, you know, old enough to stay home alone? He's like, oh, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't think about that. And I said, and I said, it's a different world too. I said, I mean, there are grown adults with fully formed brains that get mm-hmm. duped online. Yeah. Can we trust that our children who are so impressionable that they're not yeah. going to get caught up in something that they don't even know about? Mm-hmm. You have to, to a degree, you have to kind of monitor that stuff, I think. Yeah, no, I, I think so too. I mean, so like I said before, like Tommy, my brother, there's a big age difference. So he was always just kind of like my child growing up. So even now, like he's he's 18 and, you know, I always get the like, well, you don't trust me. And it's like, no, I trust you. I don't trust other people. Right. Like, that's the thing. Like, I don't trust other people. People are nuts. Like, you know, yeah, you should tell me like where you're going, like, just so I like, no, just in case. Um, 
especially when they start driving. God, that's yeah. a whole other situation. <laughs> Can we talk for a second about the fact that your brother is 18 years old, which means that I, he was five years old when I met your family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, I saw a picture of him the other day. I don't even know where it was. But I'm like, holy shit. Like that is a grown adult now. Oh yeah. Grown it's, ass man. That's so weird to me. Like, light, like that kind of shit just kind of like freaks me out. Yeah. No, it freaks me out too, to be honest. Cause I, you know, I always look at him like he's like still a child, but yeah. he's not. And that's scary. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. Well, you know, we talk about how bad the internet is. Um, it's also really good. And like, I mean, and we talked mm-hmm. about, you know, promotional stuff, like you, you with your mm-hmm. music and me with the podcast, but like, are you going to use, like, I, I mean, <clears throat> how, how focused and how serious are you with this, this new song and then the future of, you know, your recording? Like, I mean, you can obviously utilize social media and the algorithms and, and, and targeted ads and things like that. Like, Mm-hmm. And it's such a pain in the ass too. I hate I hate that we have to do this, but like, because I feel yeah. like again, I feel like we're bragging about ourselves, right? Like, here, look at me, look at me, look at me. Yeah. But it's also a helpful tool. Like, um, and you said your job full time, you do social media. Mm-hmm. So I mean, like, are you going to utilize that to you know help promote your music? I would say I would say yes. I just don't know to what extent yet. Like I've since releasing the song and it was only out for like a day now i've had like so many people ask like my brother concluded he's like well, you gotta you gotta get back on tiktok like that's the place to go like your music has to be. and like i agree but at the same time it's like oh my god like do i really want to get like sucked back into that shit like i don't know i don't know i guess i that would be something i like really have to think about um because i never really go and i didn't do this with unspoken either like i don't I never like went into things and like releasing music with like the ideology of like, it's going to go viral. Like it's going to blow up. You know, I just, I would be happy if like three people like texted me and were like, it sounds great. Like I can really relate to this. Like, you know, like, um, cause I feel like my like number one goal and like, this is like genuine, like I'm not even just saying this to be like, an asshole but like my number one goal is like I just want there to be at least like one person that listens to like something that I put out that they could like relate to and like make them feel some sort of way about it you know um that's really it like I don't you know that's like like to be honest I don't I don't know that I'm gonna be like super obsessed with like getting it to as many people as possible. Like, I'm not, I don't know. I, cause I feel like even going into this, like I said to every, like to Marty and like to Paul and to Brett, like I'm like doing this for me Yeah. and, and hopefully other people along the way, like this could help someone get through something and like, I'll be happy. So but maybe that's also a strategy. Just yeah. not, not care. Right. It's like wherever, wherever it goes, it goes. <laughs> Yeah. I feel like that's maybe that's worked for like a lot like some people. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I I I just hope that we hear more music from you. Yeah. I hope so too. (laughs) I think you will though. I mean you've already you've already uh, I think um you said you wanted to, you know, 
a few people to text you. I, I think that's already happened, right? You've already mm. sorry checked off the list. So yeah, we need more. We need more. Yeah. So yeah. start writing. Get sad. Let's go. Yeah, let's get sad. Yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> no, for sure. I definitely do think that this is like this is this is it for me. Like I'm I'm gonna actually like do this again for real because life's too short (laughs) i had like first like firsthand experience with that so you know i don't want to whenever my time to like leave the planet is i don't want to have any regrets yeah so so yeah it won't be the last sweet well (laughs) are we are we thinking any videos music videos to accompany these songs or I don't know. Um, that would be really fun. Right. I would like love to do that. Um, content. We need content. I, I know we need content. I, I was, I really wanted to do one like for, for this one. I think that was my original idea, but like the time frame, it right. just didn't work out. But um, yeah, I, yeah. Sweet. I do think that there will be some in the future. I hope so. Mm-hmm. Well, you got a, a great team. Uh, obviously, you know, Marty, is by your side no matter what i mean if, yeah. if you know you utilize paul and brett down the road obviously great resources to to have at your disposal and um yeah I, i'm pumped for this this song it's it's amazing um thank, thank you. you for sharing it thank you for hitting me up and letting me know about it and you know saying let's do this because this, yeah. is, this has been a lot of fun mm-hmm. um yeah where can people find you online so uh my so is this like in like all social medias? Sure, um sure. <laughs> yeah, well my Facebook page is is it's Tatiana. I'm pretty sure it's like at Tatiana Music. Oh god, I hope that that's right. Um and my Instagram is Tatiana Tell three three three. So those are my socials. <laughs> that's all you're I have. Off, you're right off TikTok. Now. No TikTok. I'm off TikTok. I'm off TikTok yeah. for now. Right. I don't know. But all your music is also on, you know, Spotify and, and places oh, yeah. like that. So it's on all of them, all of the streaming services. Very cool. Well, the new song once again is no coincidence. Happy birthday and a happy belated birthday to you once again. Thank you. It was funny yesterday when I was messaging you, uh, saying I was the song was great and I was looking forward to tonight. Mm. I'm like, I think that is her birthday. And I didn't wish her a happy birthday. I'm an asshole. I said, oh, I'm going to see her. Oh, you know, I don't even care. <laughs> I know, but I'm like, I'm going to see her. And then I'm like, and I, I, yeah. I couldn't go back like after the fact and be like, oh, by the way. By the way, happy birthday. <laughs> I figured I would just wait till today. So. No, I appreciate it. But yeah, hopefully. I mean, you got to play out too. I mean, we got to, we got to, the, the duo or whatever, whatever you're going to do. Uh, yeah. I'll make sure that I'm stalking Marty's page and. He seems a little more active than you, so yeah, he is. No, I, I, uh, I have to get on that. Yeah, he is. He's very active. I'm not. I don't know if uh, <laughs> I don't like. I would love to do like a full band thing again at some point. I just don't know when. Um, I'll work up to it. I'll tell you that. <laughs> When's the last time you played out live? Oh God, it was before the pandemic, and it was at Stage West. I don't remember when. And I think it was, I think we, I think I opened up for Marty, I think. For who? For Marty, I think. Oh, for the Boastfuls. Okay. For the Boastfuls. I think. I don't even remember. It was so long ago. Are they still a thing? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, sweet. Good. Yeah. Good. 
Absolutely. I love that band too. So yeah. well, Tatiana, thank you so much. Um, I really appreciate your time. Uh, again, the song is great. Um, thank you. I'm glad everyone made it out of the fire. Okay. Yeah. And uh, best of luck, peace and that all together as time moves on. But um, looking forward to, to seeing what you do next and hopefully we'll see you out on a live show soon. Yeah, me too. Thank awesome. you so much for cool. having me. Oh, thank you. <laughs> we'll see you. All right. Bye.